I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hello everyone, Liverpool beats Wolves by four goals to nil. I'm Paul Machen, that's Chris Pajak. This is the Internet Match Reaction. And so my word, Chris. I am... Um, Decent amount, no? Well, we looked at well, we looked ahead to this week, and we said this a couple of times, but like in terms of back-to-back fixtures, this wasn't like us playing, you know, PSG and Man City in a week, but it was a, a, the toughest back-to-back fixture spell we had in this in this part of the season. Absolutely, certainly, Ajax really good, bold, young, pacey attacking side, um, and then Wolves, who we know can cause us so many problems as well, mm-hmm. and cause many teams problems in this Premier League. Good team. Queen Kelleher, 22-year-old goalie, making his Champions League debut, followed by his Premier League debut. That was that performance is as good as anything I've seen this season. Um, everyone would have been looking at us, and we talked about it pre-match. Everyone else won. Over to you, Liverpool. Well, everyone would have been watching. Tottenham Hotspur will have been watching. Chelsea, Leicester going, ooh, this might be the one where we start to, you know, Liverpool just start to show a bit of weakness. Nah, not at all. No, but they'll have been watching that going, just like me. The real Liverpool are back because mm-hmm. that's what it felt like. That's what it felt like we were seeing tonight. And massive credit credit again to Klopp. I think you know two big decisions this week, both involving Creve and Kelleher. Mm-hmm. The fact that they put him in there in the first place and the reasoning behind it, absolutely solid, absolutely sound, vindicated mm-hmm. and vindicated the game with a performance tonight from Creve. He, he was just sensational, Paul, and he only made three saves, I think, on the day. But, you know, that first one is world-class, absolutely world-class. His distribution, the the times he was coming to get the ball, whether it's a low cross, whether it's a high cross, it didn't matter. Uh, the, probably one of his best for me was when he didn't get in Matip's way. Mm-hmm. He backed out and let Matip play him the ball. Really good goalkeeping, mature and technically really gifted as well. And, and, and absolutely, I've, I'm running out of superlatives already after two games because he doesn't look like a flash in the pan. Mm-hmm. He looks like a goalkeeper who's ready to step up if needed. Yeah, no, he just, he was. He's a very safe and steady pair of hands and it's a, it's a very underrated quality, I think, particularly in an, in, in an understudy for a goalkeeper. You tend to go from extremes, like you're giving something up. Like, we haven't done this. I, can't, I couldn't even tell you the last time we, we did this and I, I, I pay more attention the most to Liverpool's goalkeeping situation but you don't see young goalkeepers come in and give opportunities and someone might be able to correct me this but I think back to like Chris Kirkland and Scott Carson and what have you coming in and I don't think either of them looked 
they say it looked as confident. They certainly weren't as good a footballer mm-hmm. as, as Keller is and what he's coming in. And it's very, very early in his Liverpool career. And look, you know, the ideal solution, uh, world scenario, is that Alison Becker comes in and, you know, the best goalkeeper in the world gets fit and, and carries on playing games for us. But we might have one there. We've ne- we haven't produced the goalkeeper ever. Liverpool haven't produced the goalkeeper. It's you know that I, I, I don't know. I'm, Galachi maybe is the closest, yeah. but but not at Liverpool. Yeah, exactly. We're very good at producing goalkeepers for other for other clubs. You know, you go on and have you know, or we bring people in who aren't good enough for Liverpool, but they're good enough to have top level careers. But we haven't made a goalkeeper for ourselves. You know, I don't know that whether Tommy Lawrence was a, was a. I don't know enough about him because well before my time, of course. But like you think about all the good goalies that we've had. You know, we've we've brought in. Sometimes we brought in young David James was young when we brought him in, but he's he's from Watford. You know that kind of thing. To have someone come through, and it's really does. We might never need him again from next week. You know, Becker might come back in and just play the rest of the season. Sounds. Do any top clubs? I mean, Neuer did buy in, didn't he? They brought they brought him through. Exactly. I don't. I can't think of a load of a a load if any really. Like De Gea's. I know they brought him in, but yeah, no, he was Porto, was he? Maybe. Uh, No, no, Casillas was Casillas was Casillas was Real Madrid. So he's he's one of the exceptions. To, to, to the rule like he was he was still getting the bus to training when he was playing alongside Zidane because he wasn't old enough to, 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 to drive um, but there's not many there's not many I'm sure people please feel oh, free to someone let someone say no it was Schalke so there you go yeah not many not many at all because it's very 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 difficult um, no, all the credit in the world to him uh, to be fair the whole team performance Chris was great and we did get a massive slice of luck with the Conor Cody thing but I think particularly it was just perfect because that first goal was going to be telling and Klopp actually said in his post-match he said I, he said I said to the, to the lads in our pre-match meeting I don't know what this is going to be like with fans in he said if it's good use it if it's not ignore it because they had no they had no clue but we get the goal and there's a release and obviously we didn't really get the the, 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 the crowd noise at all because we're obviously doing the commentary and whatever but we've had some clips come through uh, from Sai that video going out on the YouTube channel on Monday by the way um, the um, and you see it and you see the noise being generated you hear it and this club thrives on that like it's a club built for that it, the, the club and the fan and the team go hand in hand at this point and I, it, it was like it must have been like getting a part of your body back or your soul back or something for them players and they looked at they just I, I, we, it's amazing that we've done it without fans and we've now gone and done this with just 2,000 fans in. Can you imagine what it's like when it's 54,000? Oh, it's going to be incredible again, isn't it? But I kind of think, I, I, listen, I know you don't watch it, like, but I kind of think of like the F1. You know, like the, the engine works, but it's a hybrid era. You know what I mean? Like you've got the you've got the petrol engine or whatever it is, and you've got the electrical part, and it all adds in, and you get turbo power off the back of it type of thing. And that's what it felt like we saw today from Liverpool, you know, energised from the fans. And, you know, they're, they're playing without fear anyway, and we know that. But it felt to me like we saw something more because they're playing for the fans again. It's not just them playing for everything else. They know, they know the fans are a big part in getting that team here. And you know they've put so much work in as well themselves over the last few years and stuff. And they deserve everything that they get for that work. Yeah. But the fans, as you say, in Liverpool, they just go hand in hand, man. And, and you know I can't wait to sit down and watch this properly, watch it and listen to it. And because all I've seen all night is coming back in the you know the the comments. Oh, it's brilliant. They're making more noise than the Etihad, and there's only like two thousand of them and all that. You're gonna get all that, but it's gonna be built on something. It's gonna be built on the truth as well. Yeah, no, absolutely. And and you know, it's it's not the Anfield atmosphere is not a myth. 
people tried to sell it for years and it was something that Liverpool used as a marketing tool for years and it was a bit it was just it was over egging the pudding a little bit for a number of years because let's be honest you know the, the conversation was the atmosphere had been getting worse season on season for the entire time that I've been going from when from when I was a kid it was crap it was very 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 crap and now it's not it's amazing and Liverpool and Anfield even on average games is a is a better atmosphere than most games I've been to in in, in the years that preceded yeah. Jurgen Klopp. Yeah, no, that's in. absolutely fair. Even you, even you games against teams that you're not meant to. Like we used to sit the down. lunchtime, Brighton's and all that. They're ten times better than what they were ten years ago. And now what you've got is, and again, this goes back to and it goes back to the the, the 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 culture of it. And there'll be some people who made up with it, and it's vindication you know, to, to borrow away from yourself for the for the for a lot of the locals being able to come come in and it being that you know people from the El Postcode and all that coming in and having a sense of pride on the line. Line, you're there, and again because we're the last team of the weekend. Bunch of things like like the the, the taking of these stuff, making sure that gets a proper round of applause and all that stuff because that the kind of stuff that kind of stuff needs needs supporting. The, and then going and screaming and shouting and supporting your team. Like Jurgen Klopp's talking about the main stand, like the main stand, like they're all spread out in the main stand and they're making all this noise and they're getting stuck in because it didn't matter. All of a sudden, it's not like you've gone. You're just in the game. You're just privileged and made up to be in there. And I think from what I from what I've seen and heard back so far, again we got a comment. I don't know whether this was from your on your show or not from Cy Benstead who's saying ten out of ten to those two thousand supporters who've given uh, who have given and will continue hopefully to give the players that extra impetus going into the Christmas period. I feel a bit like and just it's not a perfect analogy, but to take your racing analogy, it's a bit like Le Mans where we've kind of we've had to except except we're racing Le Mans style and everyone else has been racing like Formula One style where they're on the grid in the car ready to go and we've been hobbled and we're like limping towards our car with all a bit all like we've with, with a broken ankle and and a, and a, and a, and a one hand tied behind our back and now we're in there and we've got and we and we've got everything kind of starting to come together for us and we're in the race except that we like we've managed to be at the, we're at the front of the pack and we've not we we we've been on foot while some of these teams have been flat well, out. It. You think, yeah, yeah to carry on the racing stuff. You know, you're in the lead, but you you you're blocking. You're not thinking about going forwards and putting a gap in. You're taking your time and you're trying to just make sure that no one gets past you. Elbows out and all that type of stuff. That's what Liverpool have been doing. Mm-hmm. And now it feels like we're starting to get some players back. I mean, that introduction of Trent today, and he comes on with 22 minutes to play. Um, a joke for anyone listening to the watch. But like that ball. That's what we've missed, and it's those types of little things, isn't it? Because he knows instantly before, the, in fact, before the ball gets to him, what he is going to do. I described it in the in the family actions as like when you get your cast taken off, and you've been living a life without the full use of your of your, your right hand, for example. So you've worked the way to where, and you can get by, and you, you're fine. You're not really, you get used to not having access to it, but when you get it back, it's like, oh, I can. I can, I can just open this door with this hand while I'm doing, doing yeah. holding the for, coffee with this hand. For you know? me, I, I used to swim loads when I was younger, so they used to make us train in T-shirts, and you'd be swimming in a fucking T-shirt, and oh, it's so difficult. You take the T-shirt off, and all of a sudden you fly, like, look how fast I can go! And that's what Liverpool are like when we, get, when we get all our players back. It was like, it was just, it was a moment, and it was the goal, the, 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 for, well, the, whether it's Sadio Mane or it's given otherwise. But Sumedo, regardless, I think they gave it to. The Trent ball for it. I think it's I think it's Curtis in the midfield, and the, you could play the ball. We could play the ball directly to Manny because he's clearly in space. But he looks and he goes, "Oh yeah, Trent, I, go ahead." I, I, yeah, so we, we, I pass it to Trent, and he plays. And it, and uh, there was no doubt in my mind the second it goes to Trent Alexander Arnold, 
that it's a goal because that's he just brings that and we've got we've gotten by without that. I mean, it's just it's just stupid. It's stupid how good we are. We shouldn't be this good. We shouldn't have survived this what we've been through. And that's not to say it won't come back again because that will that will be a thing. We'll, more players will go down and hopefully we'll get some more back in. Hopefully we can just keep the machine ticking over. Um, but my, my overriding feeling, it's a feeling of intense positivity at the moment. We've got fans back in the ground. If the way, if the if, if even the, uh, an average future unfolds over the coming months. It feels like we're past the worst of it. I, I don't know, but it feels that way to me at the That's moment. That's a big change in five days. Yeah, 100%. And, and again, it's because... But you can see why. I can yeah, see why. Yeah, exactly, because you you could lose more players. I mean, the point we're getting to that point now where it's like, how many players do you have to take out of Liverpool before they become shit? And I don't know the answer to that question. It's good, I mean, because we've taken out... I mean, there were seven first-teamers missing still. And two more would just come back from injury in Trent and, and, and Trent and Naby, who we got to see off the pitch, on the pitch at the end there. Like Ox is on his way back. Thiago's gonna be next year, but it, you know, eventually, hopefully we'll you know we'll we'll see a little bit of him. And obviously the Virgil thing's long term and, and, and Gomez as well. But Alisson will be back at some point as well. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the sleep number smart bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's, a, it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. And now we've got fans back in the ground. I think if you were looking for an opportunity, seasons come along where you get to capitalise on an opportunity where there's a lot of flux or a lot of random shit dropped into the league. So, like, Leicester take advantage of a bunch of just, like, transition in top teams around that point. So Man City aren't up and running with Pep Guardiola at that point. 13-14, Liverpool capitalise on, again, Mourinho's not got his proper team in there at Chelsea at that point. City are, 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 are there and they're established by that point, but no one else is at, at the races. They've probably got European footy. All these factors. I think a bunch of teams would have been looking and going, this might be our chance here. 
and Liverpool have been, again, literally hobbled in their endeavours to try and get to the top of the league. And yet here we are. If we are able to get a couple more players back and be a, get a little bit of finally bit of a look, which we haven't had all season with injuries and fans into the equation. Like if you wanted to break Liverpool's home unbeaten records, your best chance is you, gone. You've just had the back end of last season and there was no one in there to support them. Fuck me. Yeah. Fuck me. I'll tell you what though, it makes 10 days time against Tottenham Hotspur a tasty little fiction now, doesn't it? 100%. That adds a little bit of something else because the, the positivity coming out of tonight yeah. and out of this week, Liverpool are on the up right yeah. now and they'll be taking their own positivity into yeah. that game as well. Absolutely. Uh, we had Chris uh, Vella with another super chat uh, saying hearing Anfield again uh, was just absolutely brilliant. I've just skipped past it. was the best part <laughs> for me even if we won by 20. Yeah. Um, and uh, Tim George, another £5 super chat. Imperious from start to finish. What a time for a big win. In, oozing with confidence heading into the busy Christmas period now up the mighty Reds uh, the one last player I want to talk about on this show because we can, we're going to do every player on the final word show by the way tomorrow because they all deserve a, a bit of a chat but the Nico Williams thing um, what a week I think for him you know in, in, in 10 days he's gone from like people just being like oh he's, he's shit and he's not good enough to play for Liverpool he's just gone and put another performance there I actually think he probably, all all over, I think he was probably slightly better when he gets the assist in, against Ajax, so you can add that add to that to the equation. Um, he only plays the 60 or 68 minutes uh, or whatever in this one for when Trent comes finally into the game. Let me just check my notes. But... 68 minutes. <laughs> but um, he picks up a bucket on two minutes, yeah. and there's a little part of me going, ah, shit. Um he didn't play like that. There was no sign. I didn't see any other... No, there was no stand-up mode to me when I was worried about him from pretty much from then on in. Really good, solid performance. Yeah, and a mature performance from him as well. I mentioned the, I mentioned the early booking on the play ratings because I think it's pertinent, Paul. Mm -hmm. I think you know that's massive for a young player going up against an established pro like Neto and, and stuff like that. And, you know, he, he never gets himself in bother then. His positioning's really good. He, he has to throw himself into some late challenges to block crosses and stuff. But, you know, that happens to every fullback in the world. Robertson, on the other side was in exactly the same boat and he was man of the match um, and yet he was still throwing himself into yeah. challenges and stuff and you know he does well when Adama Traore goes over to that side I think the midfield deserve loads of credit for both help, helping out both fullbacks mm -hmm. tonight and I mentioned this actually Paul slightly off topic but you know we can come back on to Nico I thought Adama Traore was played on the right hand side to stop Andy Robertson going forwards and when that didn't work they moved him to the left-hand side to have a go with the kid. Well, it's interesting because Klopp said post-match they've moved Adama over there because they're clearly looking to get Nico sent off was his reading of the situation. And, you know, we'll never know what the, what the, the thinking was behind it. But it did feel a little bit like, he, again, he was getting no change down there. I wonder whether there's just a little thing psychologically with Nico. You're going up against Neto and you're like, well, here's another kid. So you're a kid, he's a kid. When you battle against the kids, you're not fearing going up against another lad who's, you know, yeah, he's had a few more Premier League games than you, but he's on the development. He's on the development cycle the same way. But then Adama Traore moves over, and there's a lad who's just bigger and stronger and faster than you. And and he and he's got that great little move where he does a little flick and he and he's past you. Brilliant. Great fun to watch. Um well played. Yeah, brilliant. Didn't do fuck all with it though, did you? Well, I did not. Um but the um but there will have been a little moment there with Nico again on a bucking and there's this lad who's miles faster than you're just thinking, ah, right. Well, and I'd have been and it's a sensible move. I'd have been doing that all day long. Knock it past Nico, chasing, let him just clip you. There you go. There's his game over. Red card, done, sound. And we put down to 10 men and we're in the ascendancy there. Wolves thinking. Um, no, didn't get a sniff. 
didn't get a single sniff out of him. And that's but what we need contributed from, by everyone. Yeah, what we need but, from Nico is to just go in there and be solid. And he went in there and he was solid again. Mm-hmm. You know, we said it before the game, didn't we? That's exactly what we were saying. He just needs to go in and be a right back. Doesn't need to get assists. He'll be judged on his defensive performance. And he made that performance harder for himself by picking up the yellow yeah. and yet clawed it back by not taking another booking. We've got if look, there's a chance where we're gonna have ongoing I say ongoing injury problems for the rest of the season because it's just the, the state of state of play at the moment. But what we've got now, in what um, and we would never normally Curtis Jones. We talked about him pre-season. I think he'd have been involved in the squad. I don't think he'd have played as much football as he has done because Naby Keita needs games and Thiago needs games and all these things. Uh, you know exactly, exactly. He's he sees this opportunity and he now plays for me. He's just he's good enough to play in any game of football for us, and he's proved that. We can we can choose to bring him out as and when we want to bring him out. Nico Williams, I think, has gotten to a point where maybe he's not quite there because you can see the difference. Trent is just fucking Trent's the best right back in world football. I saw people, uh, Chelsea fans, going about Reese James uh, and some name you. He must be the best right back. He's not. He's not. He's just not. Trent's the best right back in the country in the world. And Quiven Keller on top of this though. Because of this, we've had to dig deep in the squad and we've unearthed these lads who probably weren't ready and you would never have chosen any of them to be thrust up into this, with the exception maybe of Curtis. And now we're in a position where if Alisson goes out again, shrug, Keller can come in and play another game of football for us. If Trent has to be rotated, we don't want him injured because it's, it's, that's a big drop. But if we have to rotate him here and there, I've got no problem with Nico Williams dropping in. And again, Curtis Jones is above and beyond all of them at this point. That's just that is the you know talk about turning a negative world well, situation that's the point, into a positive. Isn't it? Yeah, exactly. There are always positives that come out of every situation, and for me, a massive one as you've kind of already alluded to and agree with. Okay, Jones getting more minutes. Mm-hmm. I'll you know I said this on the player ratings poll. In two three years time, we'll be looking at back at this going. That's the reason why he's the player that he is today. He'll step up. He'll keep improving. Nico Williams. It could be a sliding doors moment for him. You know, and whether he ever makes it at Liverpool, I don't know because Trent's there for the long term. Mm-hmm. You know, and 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 is he going to be a right back at Liverpool football club? Is he going to be a first choice right back right now? Probably not. No, but. If he's happy to back him up and he's good enough to back him up, which it looks like now he's turned that corner and he's good enough, then he can stay if he wants. Yeah. Or he'll go and have a good Premier League career. It's just, well, we've just had to spend £13 million on Costa Shimakas to get cover for Andy Robertson. And that's all and, and that's all he's gonna be. And he might he might do a year or two. And look at look at the Shakiri situation or the or the Origi situation. You get these lads and they know they're never gonna establish themselves. So they, they, they you know, maybe they gather a couple of trophies, maybe they have a good time, play the odd game, and then they go, actually I'm gonna go off and because I'll be I can be I can go from back up at Liverpool to being first choice at most a lot of Champions League sides. Um that's all you're looking for from from Nico and all and if only if all he does is save us fifteen million Mate, to twenty he, million he quid. Could, be a backup at Liverpool for five, six, seven years, right? And he'll look back on his career, and yeah, he might have won games for other teams and been in the Premier League and all that type of stuff. But ultimately, he's backing up the rest, best right back in world football, and will have done for you know hopefully a long time at his boy or club. And he could have won Premier League medals because of it. You know, if we win it this year, he'll get a medal again. Mm-hmm. You know, it'll have been a big part of it at times during the season and stuff like that. As a, like for me, if that was me in his situation. Oh my God! I'd be just absolutely buzzing with life. I'd be buzzing with life. He's nineteen years old. Yeah, he's got loads of time, and he's going to play double figures games for this season. He could become as good as Trent as well. And the good look at the game. We all talk about this, and again, we we get lost down the rabbit hole on it. But like, who's to say Trent doesn't do another couple of years and go? Am I going to play Real Madrid for a few years just because? 
because why not? It happens. You know what I mean? You go and do something else. He's won everything at Liverpool. He's our next captain, but yeah, I know. But you know what I mean? Is that you know it, it happens, doesn't it? You know, yeah. people, you, you've you've won everything at your boy club. Go and do a couple of years away, and then come back and finish your career off at Liverpool. Fine. And Nico might just be ready to to step up. But again, so Dan will be on his sixth stint as manager oh, no, then. Absolutely. But but the point is, who's asked? <laughs> is that we've now got a way away. This is it. We the, people the the world has landed some massive digs on us. This this season more than I think we were we thought we'd be prepared for, and so far, you know against the odds Liverpool shouldn't be this good. No, I was watching the boxing last night. Paul Arthur, a man was boxing, and he didn't say it after the thing, but he clearly looked like his right hand was hurt, and he basically won a twelve rounder on points with the left jab. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he, he managed to win a belt and defend his own belt on the way there. And that's what Liverpool feel like over the last few weeks for me. We've just had the fucking jab and we've been keeping everyone at bay. If, but now we're getting our right hand back and sent our right hands and the other lads are our right hands and the haymakers are coming, mate. This is the time when Liverpool, I believe, over the next two months are going to make a big gap at the top of the league. I completely agree with that. The Spurs game is going to be important to that, I think, psychologically for what tells the rest of the league. And Mourinho is going to be desperate to shit out his way his way past that game but I agree I, 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 I keep underestimating how good this side is and the mentality in the squad and what it all means because I think we're all still lost in this notion of you've got to have 11 boss players on the pitch at all times and I think there is a tipping point I think we saw it with Atalanta where if you do pull a few too many out you can end up in tricky situations yeah. but there's this, this side is so good so good we're so much better because again this is not I think people start try people try to have this conversation like Liverpool of you know like the, the age of the players. Liverpool are in their prime. Liverpool's best players have still got like again that's anxiety. Yeah, Liverpool they're got, all twenty eight. Yeah, exactly. Fuck's exactly. Like they, they've got two. Our best players have got two years still banging the comfortable prime, yeah. and the best players look up. Okay, Messi and Ronaldo are playing into their mid thirties still absolutely fine. And we're rocking. still not sure. Sorry to interrupt. We're still not sure when the prime ends. Yeah. Are we? Because sports science is so much better. We're basing that on you hit the prime at 27 until 30 when we were like fucking 12. Mm-hmm. That's what happened, you know what I mean? Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, Matt Hayes, who's a Tottenham fan by the looks of it, saying next Wednesday will say a lot and I'm confident. And I imagine Tottenham fans will be confident. And let I me talk to Matt, let me talk to Matt because I went on his, on his show the other day yeah. and he said the Tottenham Hotspur have the best squad in the league. Um, and I disagree, Matt, uh, but really appreciate the super chat. And as you said on Twitter, mate, we will find out at the end of the season. Yeah. We really will. I mean, I, fucking hell, it's Tottenham Hotspur. Like, it'd be the fucking... The, 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 no, I, 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 Harry Kane is... Un, Harry Kane, we talk about players who've, who've, who've benefited from lockdown. Harry Kane has benefited as much as Andy Robertson and Mo Salah have. There's a lad who just needed to not be getting kicked lumps out of and having to go flat out for a few weeks, just let his body heal up and he's and he's benefiting from it, absolutely. I, that's going to be a hell of a game, an absolute hell of a game. But I, I fear that Mourinho will get a draw out of that game. Not that I fear Tottenham will come and you know will be outdone or, or you know outweighed or whatever by Tottenham, but that's that could be the game mad that mid December could be the game that decides the title, even though there'll probably be only be three points between us by the end of, by the end of the game. Um, so yeah, we'll, we'll have to see. But I'm glad I'm, I like Tottenham. I like a confident Tottenham. I do, I do indeed. Um, I did deserve time. it. They're the best team in the best team in North London, which is a, which is an important thing uh, by a mile. By the way, Arsenal <laughs> fucking shit. Fifteenth. There's guys writing rap songs about how crap how crap they are and how, how we should probably write a rap song about how crap Arsenal are. 
I could honestly, mate, it would bang. Bars. But no, I'm all right. We'll, get, we'll do it like a, a, some acoustic freestyle. Can't get me recorded out. Yeah, 100%. Uh, right, listen, we're going to be back tomorrow. If you are a Redman member here on YouTube, a club <laughs> sorry, captain. Sorry, David Kelly. My friends and Arsenal fan and he's worried they might be relegated. They won't get relegated, but they, they, oh, are, God, not, but they, are, but they are shit. Like, Did um, they leave North London this time? It's not. YouTube members at club captain or club legend level get the final word of one bonus show for you guys here on YouTube. That's the quickest way uh, to support the channel and, of course, get access to extra content. But if you want more than that, go to the RedmenTV.com, sign up, get the full package, the full streaming service, documentaries, the interviews. Oh, yeah. And, more, and, and Paycheck News at the end of the season when we win the league as well. Uh, all exclusively on the RedmenTV.com. <laughs> exclusively? Uh, yeah. I've got my only fans to think about. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, you can I'm also giving you exclusivity, win. Paul. If you are a subscriber to Club Legend level on the website, the RedmenTV.com, you get a chance to win this signed Jordan Henderson Champions t-shirt as well. Signed by the man when we revealed our mural to him. Uh, yeah, that is part of our you wonderful prize one? pot. You can choose uh, a Redmen Christmas jumper. We just didn't If you want, I will lick it. If that does it for you, then sign up. If not, then it's don't don't think it's part of things. No COVID kiss. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, do sign up to theremntv.com. Support what we do, but also get loads of amazing content and a chance to win boss prizes as well. We'll put the link in the comments and in the description for you as well. But yes, we will be back tomorrow. Final word. Cannot wait. See you there. <laughs>